across Australia. You're tuned to ABC Sport. This is Summer Grandstand with Matt Clinch on ABC Radio, Sport Digital and the ABC Listen app. Well, the big story in AFL news during the week was that Melbourne midfielder Angus Brayshaw retired from the AFL on medical advice. The highly respected Melbourne midfielder told his teammates on Friday in an emotional address his decision to stop playing came after recent scans revealed changes to his brain. 167 games and a premiership. Uh, we're fortunate enough to be joined by Dr Alan Pearce, who is a, a professor in neuroscience and uh, an independent researcher into concussion. Uh, Dr Pearce, thanks so much for your time. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. Can you tell our listeners just a little bit more about the, uh, sort of the, the statement that came through around recent scans revealed microscopic changes to his brain? Is that a further advancement in terms of the research which is now being done in professional sport? Yeah, so obviously uh, I, I'm not part of uh, Angus's uh, team, so I'm kind of only guesstimating here. But, uh, you know, one of the uh, techniques now that we're starting to use to look at the brain, I guess, more rigorously is uh, a technique known as diffusion tensor imaging. And that shows, uh, I guess, the you know, the, the, what we call the tracks of the brain, how the pathways of the brain connect to each other. And it's a very high resolution image. And what you might find is these little black spots that come up, which may suggest that there's some damage or impairment that doesn't allow the uh, impulses to uh, travel between different regions of the brain, which then can translate to things like memory and attention span uh, being affected. So that's probably, you know, in conjunction with his testing, um, may have given him enough evidence to, for him to make that decision. And obviously we, we've seen he wore a helmet when he played. Um, a lot of research has been done around concussion, but in your opinion, is enough being done? Do we need to see some of the rules and the, the protocols change to ensure that players are not returning to the field as quickly as they are at the moment? Yeah, so, I, you know, I guess we have the, uh, you know, AFL and NRL in the last sort of five years have, have really brought on their uh, policies and protocols um, and unfortunately, that's in the wake of, of you know, some very high-profile cases like Danny Frawley and, and Shane Tuck, and even last year with Heather Anderson. So, but we can certainly do better, I think, anyway, from you know, what we're seeing in the science with management of uh, concussions. So, you play a physical sport like footy, um, you're always going to have a concussion injury. Um, it's always going to be part of that. What we need to be doing is, is managing players better so they don't come back as quickly. So, the 12 days. I've always said it's it's a good start, but uh, you know what we're seeing with the science is that we may need to actually have longer periods uh, of re uh, rehabilitation and treatment, um, but then um, also uh, better ways of detecting when a player is ready to return to play as well. So we're not rushing players back too quickly. So we've also seen Paddy McCartan from the Sydney Swans announce his retirement. Max Lynch, a former Hawthorne Ruckman. So at the junior level, is enough being done in terms of the diagnosis and the treatment to try and make sure we are as, as well informed as possible? Well, that's this is one area that could be certainly improved, as well as at uh, club levels as well. So, uh, you know... The, the elite players, the professional players, have access to medical teams, uh, but this is just not possible at the junior level and uh, at club levels because we just don't have the capacity to have medical doctors at, at these events. And this is one of the issues that we need to uh, address better. So a couple of things. One is that uh, the federal parliament inquiry into concussion in sport last year suggested that we need to have, uh, I guess, a more... Uh, systematic uh, approach to this and so we don't have a, a sport by sport or even association by association differences. Uh, we have some legal frameworks around uh, having a systematic approach to this. 
but also uh, maybe potentially modifying sport for kids as well. And this is a quite a, a contentious issue, whether we need to modify our sports to the age of 14 to try and reduce not only concussions, but exposure to repetitive impacts, which we know is a, a key risk factor for brain disease, CTE. So, Dr. Alan Pierce, as we let you go, I guess for, for listeners tuning in and if they suffer a concussion, what, what are the signs that they, they need to, because obviously the eagerness to get back out and play as soon as possible, but uh, perhaps they need to do a bit more work in just making sure if they are right to return to the field? Yeah, so we, we call it a constellation of symptoms. Um, and so there's things like headache, uh, nausea, confusion, irritability. Uh, some people have inexplicable, you know, crying or laughing. Um, loss of consciousness only occurs in 10%. So if people say, oh, they're not concussed because they haven't lost consciousness um, or they weren't knocked out, that's not an indicator. So if you see an observable impact followed by some signs that are appearing to uh, be out of character of that person, what we say is if in doubt, sit it out. So get them off and get them to uh, emergency doctor, preferably as soon as possible, rather than waiting a few days for your GP. Yeah, some great advice. Uh, Dr. Pierce, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me on.